Hi, this is Sue Burke. Welcome to my podcast. Monarchs are mythical and mysterious. I wanted more butterflies in our garden. I wanted more natives. I wanted to help the monarchs. For that reason, I planted milkweed. My plan worked. The milkweed took off. We had many monarchs in our yard. I started finding caterpillars. Then they'd disappear. It worried me. Never mind that fossil records indicate that these delicate creatures have been on our planet for 200 million years. They needed me to survive. Little did I know what I was in for. You're undoubtedly familiar with the iconic orange and black of the monarch butterfly. They are classified as insects. They have amazing adaptations, a unique life cycle, and kick butt with their migration patterns, some flying as far as 2,500 miles to reach the remote treetops of Mexico but they did need me to save them. Joking aside, I learned a sobering fact. Only 5% of monarch eggs survived to become butterflies. We brought a few caterpillars inside. I fed them with milkweed. There was a learning curve. I also learned that monarch eggs and caterpillars have enemies. Mother Nature is not kind to eggs and caterpillars. Monarchs face many predators and parasites. Tachnid flies lay eggs inside caterpillars, which is pretty disgusting and horrible, when they hatch. Ew. Wasps and ants eat them. Spiders eat them. Don't even get me started on OE spores. It's a protozoan parasite that infects the monarch world worldwide. Their life cycle is actually synced to a monarch life cycle. This is an example of symbiosis with the relationship harming one of the pair involved. There's man, too. Eggs and caterpillars are extremely sensitive to pesticides, weed killers, even to flea and tick medicine, not to mention mowing down milkweed too soon before all the caterpillars are done eating and ready to fly south. Monarchs and milkweed have a close association. It's also considered symbiotic. Milkweed is poisonous. Most insects and birds avoid milkweed and eating caterpillars but not all, of course. What do monarch caterpillars eat? They only eat one specific leaf, and that is milkweed. The milkweed flowers are great for all pollinators, however. Only the leaves are poisonous, so planting milkweed will help not only monarchs, but all our pollinators. It took me a few days to figure out how to even find eggs. It sounds easy, but it wasn't, not at first. The mama monarch usually legs eggs on the underside of the leaf. It's tricky to carefully tilt the stalk over and look for them. There's a picture on the blog post of three eggs on leaves. I'm sure you can find them because I've got them sitting out, but I just my point is that they're very, very tiny. In three to five days, the eggs hatch. I put mine on paper towel in a covered container, opening a few times a day for fresh air. It's not like they're going to run away or suffocate. I have a video of a tiny caterpillar just hatched. It's hard to believe any of them survive. The first thing they do is eat their shell. Mother Nature is clever. They're born blind and barely know day from night, but yet they have food right there. And they're living on food. Their food, the milkweed plant. The caterpillars eat and eat and eat hence becoming poisonous themselves, like the milkweed. Most predators avoid them. Sadly, many predators need to take a taste before they learn. Poor little caterpillars. 
After some trial and error, my eggs hatched and the cats kept eating. I've always found animals that molt skin all at once simultaneously disgusting and intriguing. This is part of the monarch mystique too. Caterpillars shed their skin every few days. It takes 10 to 12 days of constant eating with five molts to get from instar one to instar five, which is just the designation for the size of the caterpillars and how many molts they've had. After 10 to 12 days and the five molts, the caterpillar has enough energy stored, time to form a chrysalis. Butterflies do not form a cocoon. A cocoon is a silk casing that moth larvae form around themselves. A chrysalis is an opaque, hard, shell-like structure. The caterpillar finds a safe location and hangs by forming a strong silk button. It has a huge job ahead. They need to actually split their backs open and shed their skin for the last time. But this time is different. Under their skin is a jade green casing. This is the chrysalis. You can see the picture on my web page. Uh, Instar 5 cats can crawl over 30 feet to find the right spot that they feel is the right spot to pupate. But first, they hang for about 24 hours. When they begin to curl upwards and form a J shape, the next stage is about to begin. Inside the chrysalis, this part of the monarch life cycle gets the prize for mythical and mysterious. The chrysalis is only an inch long. Inside, the cat will miraculously transform into a butterfly. The cat's mouth parts are reconstructed so they can sip nectar. No more solid food ever again. The straw-like tongue is called a proboscis. The butterfly will have three pair of legs, like all insects. Caterpillars have eight legs. Butterfly eyesight will dramatically improve. They see in UV light. I have another uh, blog post about how butterflies see the world and reproductive organs form. They were absent in the caterpillar stage. So in 10 days a butterfly emerges. It takes about five seconds. Believe me, I missed my first girl at closing. That's what it means when the butterfly emerges from the chrysalis. That's the term, eclosing. When the chrysalis becomes transparent and you can see the wings, you know it's time. So what did I do? I decided I had time to take Louie for a walk. It takes four hours for the new butterfly wings to dry. They are exceptionally vulnerable to predators at this time, as you can imagine. They don't eat for 24 hours, so if the weather isn't optimal, one can hold off releasing their butterfly. A newly emerged monarch uses its straw-like tongue, that proboscis, to sip nectar. I've got a video <clears throat> of that you can see below. So, the monarch life cycle is technically called metamorphosis, and there are four stages. I've got them summarized quickly. The egg stage, which lasts three to five days. Larva stage, which is the caterpillar stage, and that lasts 10 to 12. The pupa stage, when the caterpillar forms its chrysalis, which takes about a day until they form the chrysalis, and forming it takes about mm, 10 minutes. The chrysalis stage is 10 days. Monarchs usually only live about two weeks. In five days, they are sexually mature and they mate, and the females lay over 100 to 300 eggs in their lifetime. Then we come to the monarch migration generation, or the super generation. The last generation of the season, depending on your latitude as when that is specifically, monarchs migrate to Mexico where they spend the winter. Here's some fast facts about the migration super generation. 
They are sexually immature. They need to expend their energy on flight. They fly up to 50 miles a day. They have a larger wingspan because obviously they need to fly. They live eight times longer than the previous generations. There's no reproducing in Mexico. They return to the places they left and mate in the spring. They fly 10 times farther than the nine migration generations do in their lifetimes. Unfortunately, monarch populations are dwindling. Scientists study this, spend time tagging and counting the population in this specific spot in Mexico. Uh, maybe you don't want to raise caterpillars, but you can help monarch populations. And you can do that easily by planting milkweed. This provides monarchs with more options for a critically needed habitat. This is huge and will help population decline. There are many pretty varieties of milkweed. Butterfly weed counts too and plant pollinator plants so they have readily available food. Butterflies are cold-blooded, so the flowers need to be in the sun. Oh, and here's a fun fact. You can tell males from females because the males have little dots on the backs of their wings. I have got a picture on the website. I started raising caterpillars very late in the season. I proudly helped four eggs become butterflies, three girls and a boy. People get very, very good at it and raise hundreds over the course of a summer. If you want to give this a go next spring, please feel free to contact me. I have many resources and I'm happy to provide links. Louie and I will help you achieve success. Thanks for stopping by.